Good morning. Welcome to With God at Dawn on our last day of the year. And the last message is love to one another. Ephesians 5, verse 2. And walk in love as Christ also hath loved us and hath given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. We need not begin by trying to love one another. The love of Christ in the heart is what is needed. When self is submerged in Christ, true love springs forth spontaneously. In patient forbearance, we shall conquer. It is patience in service that brings rest to the soul. It is through humble, diligent, faithful toilers that the welfare of Israel is promoted. A word of love and encouragement will do more to subdue the hasty temper and willful disposition than all the fault-finding and censure that you can heap upon the erring one. The Master's message must be declared in the Master's spirit. Our only safety is in keeping our thoughts and impulses under the control of the great teacher. Angels of God will give to every worker a rich experience in doing this. The grace of humility will mold our words into expressions of Christ-like tenderness. During every hour of Christ's sojourn upon the earth, the love of God was flowing from him in irrepressible streams. All who are imbued with his spirit will love as he loved. The very principle that actuated Christ will actuate them in all their dealing one with another. This love is the evidence of their discipleship. When men are bound together not by force or self-interest, but by love they show the working of an influence that is above every human influence. Where this oneness exists, it is evident that the image of God is being restored in humanity, that a new principle of life has been implanted. Our verse today tells us to walk in love. Jesus is then listed as the example, how he gave himself for us. In our verse it said, As Christ hath loved us and hath given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice, and so forth. So it sounds like love is not a feeling, but a principle. It brings to mind the thought that I've heard expressed that faith is ours to exercise and feelings are God's to give. So we choose to treat one another with charity as revealed in 1 Corinthians 13. And we do it by faith as expressed in Hebrews 11. I'll just list the behaviors from 1 Corinthians 13 that reveal how walking in love looks. One is suffereth long and is kind, envies not, doesn't push itself forward, isn't puffed up or full of hot air, <laughs> doesn't behave unseemly, seeks not her own, isn't easily provoked, never fails, puts away childish things, abides in faith, hope, and charity. So simply acting a certain way isn't God's desire. He truly wants us to be born again. He told Nicodemus he wouldn't see the kingdom of heaven without it. Our faith is in Jesus. As 1 John 2, 6 tells us, He that saith he abideth in him ought himself also, so to walk as he walked. As our verse today told us to walk in love, 
and we will walk as he walked, or walk in love. And then it defines it as the way Christ loved us, which is the way that he walked. Faith is described in Hebrews 11. It's called the faith chapter. 11.1 defines it as the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So the substance is the evidence. I think that means that your faith in things of God, things we can't see, is manifested by the way our lives are lived. And this is the substance of the things that we hope for and have faith that we will receive, though we don't see them. And the following actions are listed in the lives of the ones who are in chapter 11 of Hebrews. They showed the substance of the faith in them. I'm going to list them. There's just like 16 or 17. Abel offered a lamb. Noah built an ark. Sarah did the work to become pregnant. Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau. Joseph requested his bones to be taken to the promised land. Moses' parents hid him. Moses forsook Egypt. They passed through the Red Sea. Rahab was delivered. Enoch was translated. Abraham left his home. Abraham offered his son. Jacob blessed the sons of Joseph. Moses refused to inherit the, the Pharaoh's kingdom. Moses kept the Passover. Jericho was conquered. And there are many, many other things listed, but not by name of individual. Our faith in Jesus is what is manifested in our lives. It sounds like, don't you think? If we love the unlovely by faith in Jesus, their lives can be transformed if they receive it. It tells us in Ecclesiastes 11.6, In the morning sow thy seed. And in the evening withhold not thine hand, for thou knowest not whether shall prosper either this or that, or whether they both shall be alike good. So what if we don't feel like showing charity to people? From what I've been reading, it seems that by faith in Jesus, we choose to walk in love and abide in him, and he will bring about the born-again experience, and he will dwell in us, and he will manifest the substance of this faith in a life of love. So it's a choice, my friend. We come to Jesus for help, and he makes it happen. We're not able to change our feelings. We can choose to let Jesus do it, don't you think? Abiding in Jesus, we can sow beside all waters. There's a warning in Ecclesiastes 11.8. If a man live many years and rejoice in them all, yet let him remember the days of darkness, for they shall be many. And there's a promise in Isaiah thirty-two seventeen, The work of righteousness shall be peace, and the effect of righteousness quietness and assurance forever. And I thought, what better song to end the year with than Ecclesiastes chapter 3, 1 through 8. And I'm not going to sing the whole thing because... Um, I think it was transliterated a little bit in order to sing it by one of the bands years and years ago, the Birds or somebody. But um, I'm just going to read. For everything, turn, 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 there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. 
a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to get and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to rend and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak and a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray for those who are here with me this morning, and I thank you for them who have joined me throughout the year of going through this daily morning devotional for the year. And I pray that they have been blessed in some way and that there's some need in their life that has not been met throughout this year, that they would come to you this morning asking for the help that they need. And I pray also that whatever it is that you have for each one of them, you know the needs of their hearts, the thing that you would want to give them, that I pray for that to happen. I don't know what that is, Lord, but you do. And you know where each one is, who they are, what their griefs and sorrows are, what their joys are, and what they have the ability to do for you in your work. And I pray that you would bring forth much fruit in their lives. Thank you, Jesus. In your name I pray. Amen. All right, my friend. God bless you. And I may be beginning another little book soon titled um, The Golden Chain by a fellow named Albert Olison who had great insight. And uh, I particularly appreciated that book. It's not a year long, but uh, we will see. I shall soon see if it if I can begin it. But be blessed, and thank you for joining me all these times.